What's up, Chicago? I'm Sarah Stark, in for Aaron Allen, and this is The Rundown. Have you ever sat around with friends talking about how fun it would be to start a business together? For me, it's always a bookstore slash coffee shop. Some people fantasize about opening a bar with their buddies. Then there are magazines and theaters and startups that exist because a group of friends got together and said, let's do it. Recently, I came across a Chicago business that really spoke to me, and it's the result of three pals and their passion project. I was at Cheryl's the other day, and her husband gave me this photo of the three of us sitting in the backyard. And this is when we decided to do it over some French onion dip. That's Hannah Sellers. They're one of the co-owners of a new business in Irving Park. It's called Lotsa. We talk about ourselves as a community art space where people can shop um, local artist goods. They can gather at um, our events and meetups and workshops, and they can also make with us at a workshop um, in our studio space. They rent the space from Color Club, a neighboring venue and gathering space for creative community. And you're going to hear that word, community, a lot throughout this conversation, because that's what Lotsa is all about. The other two co-owners, Cheryl and Sarah Hinman, are sisters. And all three are artists and makers in their own right, which is how they got connected in the first place. We had a mutual friend, and Cheryl and her sister have a brand, which is called Ginger Gold. And um, they were looking for some art events to participate in, to sell their work. And at that time, I had started a little community art fair in Palmer Square Park. And so that's actually how I got connected with them, um, through mutual friend. Um, yeah, we've been friends since. And then a year ago, I started freelancing and Cheryl was already a year into her freelance journey. And so we really solidified our friendship by co-working every Wednesday together. We like made it a point to create community within the two of each other um, to meet up every single Wednesday because freelancing can be so isolating. So, yeah, yeah it yeah. can be having having freelanced myself. It absolutely can be. So what sparked this idea for the three of you? I've always had this passion for creating community through art. And I do that once a year at this fair. But we shared these dreams of like, what if we had a physical space that five yeah. days a week people could come and have, create community through art? Mm -hmm. um, and that's like a dream that a lot of artists talk about. A lot of artists, you know, dream about having a space. And so for us, it was just a dream. It was like, oh, this will probably never happen, but let's just keep talking about it. And so I actually had an art show in this space um, in May of 2023. And I noticed that it was for rent. And um, my toxic trait is that I'm a what if person. <laughs> so I was just like, what if we just gave them a call? What if we just like had a phone call? You know, what if we figured out what the rent was? What like, if we wouldn't, like, wouldn't that be so funny? <laughs> wouldn't that be hilarious? <laughs> this is exactly how Palmer Square Art Fair started. I said, what if I just applied for a permit? And then I just got the permit. So similarly, I was like, what if we just had a conversation with them? And we met Abby and Josh, who own Color Club. They were looking for a specific type of tenant to come in and activate that space. They wanted somebody to come in and make art in that space, but also activate it with the community. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what we wanted to do. So we were like, this is a perfect fit. There are a lot of art communities, right? Like there's the fine art communities, there's the art market communities, but like what lots of aims to do. And, 
you know, in its name being Lotsa is celebrate art in all forms. So you don't need to be a fine artist to walk in the door, mm. but you can, you can be. We want everyone to feel like they could be an artist if they came to Lotsa, if they came to a group draw night and they have no drawing skills. At the last workshop I taught, someone booked it for their partner and themselves. And they didn't tell their partner what it was until like a couple of days before. And their partner does not identify as an artist mm. and doesn't know we were doing a risograph printing workshop. They had never heard of risograph printing. They don't know what, these are very foreign words to them. They show up, they're very intimidated. And um, it was a very like hands-on collage, like just for fun kind of workshop. And at the end of the workshop, everybody was the most obsessed with that person's print that they made because they came in with these like very low expectations and just had expectation of having fun and playing. And everyone was so excited about that person's print. And I think that's like a perfect example of what Lotsa wants to foster is like someone coming in, you know, thinking I'm not an artist and walking away feeling like I just made something. I could be an artist if I want, yeah. or today I was an artist. Maybe tomorrow I don't want to be, but maybe I do. And <laughs> Yeah. And I imagine that for like the experienced artists in the room, that also gives them a new perspective on their work. Yeah, totally. I think that it also happens at our group draw nights. Like we had one where some musicians came because there was a show next door at Color Club. And mm -hmm. So some people came over um, and we were just playing with paper and pens and markers and nobody was creating masterpieces and mm. they walked away and they said, that was really fun. Like, thanks for inviting us in this space. Like I was really scared to sit down and draw with you guys, but that was actually really fun and really low stakes and yeah. accepting. And we were like, yeah, <laughs> like, totally. It sounds like this sort of drive for artistic community is at the heart of this project. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to hear about some of the people and the artists and the communities who have inspired you to want to build your own mm. community space. Yeah, I don't want to speak necessarily negatively, but I guess I've seen communities that operate in ways that don't feel good. Mm. And so I kind of have thought, well, what if we had a space that didn't operate like that. What if we made a space where it was really accepting, it wasn't competitive, it had like an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset? What if it wasn't about clout? And what if it was about authenticity and um, acceptance? The other thing that comes to mind is like, as a queer person, coming into queerness felt so accepting, compassionate. And I think something about the queer community is like an inspiration of that too, because um, there's so much like self-acceptance and compassion and love and acceptance for others in that queerness, um, mm. just showing up as you are. And so I think those two things kind of come to mind in terms of like, in my mind, what makes a successful community? Like people can just show up as they are. The other really cool thing about the space is that Yes, like we program it. However, the community comes to us and says, hey, I want to host a workshop here. And we're like, mm. great, that's awesome. We have this form, fill it out. Tell us about the workshop you want to host. And then it brings all these new ideas into the space that we don't have to come up with. 
And it also, I feel like in that sense, it becomes the community space like that night. It's like, it's not our space at that point. It's like the space for everyone else. Um, we have a friend in our community who serves tea. And so they pitched to us to do like a tea tasting day. And we would have never come up with that. I love that. I love that. Like that tea can be part of building community around art. Yeah. Yeah. You've talked a little bit about the reception from sort of your artistic community. I'm curious to hear from your like physical community around the space in mm. Irving Park, what that reception has been like. It's been honestly so incredible and almost in a surprising sense. We're open Thursday to Saturday and we get a lot of foot traffic and a lot of people just come in to say hi or a lot of people come in and say, what is this space? <laughs> <laughs> one person came in one time and I think they basically took the words out of my mouth of like what we're trying to do. They were like, this is so cool. I can look at this, the gallery space and I could like buy one of these, you know, fine art pieces or I could buy the sticker for $4 or I could like learn how to make art or I could like host my own, you know, workshop and teach other people art. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, they were basically the way they summarized it was like, you know, art in all forms. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> I love that. So. I, I'm i wondering if you could tell me a little bit about the sort of thinking that goes into curating the gallery space. So we opened with a show, a group show that was called Abundance, um, which kind of ties to lots of abundance. <laughs> um, but Abundance to us really felt like it captured the spirit of Lotsa, um, mm. you know, abundance of inspiration and abundance of mindset. It's very compassionate. It's very accepting. It's non-competitive. It's like there's room for everyone to take up space and to be beautiful in all their different forms. Um, so that was like a really inspiring show for me. Um, and it was an incredible show to like open with. Yeah. And then right now we just have work, our own work on the walls. Um, however, the way that the gallery space we hope will function is like a combination of shows that we curate, um, mostly group shows, and then like opportunity for artists to do like solo shows. Mm. So we do have a solo show coming up in March. And then in May and June, we'll have a show of all local queer artists to celebrate oh, kind of like going into Pride. Yeah, yeah I love so that. I'm really excited for the queer show. I think it's going to be really inspiring. Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine there have been some like learning moments, some growth moments, opening a business with your friends. What has that been like? How's it going? Oh, yeah, it's um, it's funny because everyone does have the dream of having a space. Maybe not everyone, but I talk to a lot of people who are like, I've always wanted a space and uh, it's some of it is what you think it's going to be and it's going to be amazing but also it's a lot of work yeah um and just as we're learning how to meet the needs of our community and like you know create community through art in the way that feels exciting to us we're also learning how to work with each other mm -hmm. and how to make rent and <laughs> um how to talk about ourselves as a business how to grow sustainably how to make sure we create enough work-life balance for ourselves um yeah, it's funny because I went freelance, you know, just over a year ago. 
and now I have coworkers again, which is awesome, yeah. but it, we are coworkers. Um, and what I think is really cool is we all come from similar backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Like we all studied design, but we could not be like more different and complementary in the way we approach problems and some of our like superpowers um, that we have. And I think, of course, sometimes that can create confusion or conflict or challenges, but in the most perfect sense, it also helps us balance each other out like mm. tremendously. And um, I wouldn't want it any other way. I'm wondering if you have any advice for people who are listening and are like, this is what I've been wanting to do. Like you said, like you have people come up to you and they're like, oh, my God, you're living the dream. Like you've you've created this space with your friends. Um, and it sounds like, you know, you're still you're still finding it, still finessing. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Curious if you have any advice for people who want to do something similar with their friends. Yeah. Well, the what if has never led me astray um, yet. <laughs> Asking the the what if question, because um, you can always turn back, you know, mm. you could you can ask what if, you know, you can ask like what what's the rent on a space like this? You can turn back just because you're asking what the rent is doesn't mean you're signing the lease. Yeah. Um, so I, my advice is to ask yourself what if constantly. Um, and then, yeah, my other advice is like, I guess in that same spirit, um, you know, breaking, it it sounds like a huge feat to open a space and it is, and it was, and it's still an insane amount of work that we're doing right now. Um, but if it's something that people are really interested in doing, how can you break that down into like the smallest first thing you have to do? Mm. And like, make that huge thing feel more approachable. It's like, okay, well, if I want to do this, you know, what's like the very first thing I need to do? Maybe it's research spaces in Chicago. Which friends do I want to do this with? What do we want to do? I think with lots of, when Cheryl and I and Sarah talked about the space over and over, our visions just kept aligning on community and art. And I think having that strong vision has not led us astray. It's like, because we have this strong shared goal and vision, um, sometimes the how we get there shows up differently. But like, if you have a couple friends and you're all really aligned on a similar goal, if you don't lose sight of that goal, then yeah, I think you can make it happen. Hannah Sellers is a co-owner of Lotsa. Hannah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. You can learn more about Lotsa and find out about their upcoming events on their Instagram. It's at lotsa.fun. That's L-O-T-S-A dot fun. And that's it for today. Justin Bull and I produce The Rundown and Ariel Van Cleve edits the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR network. And if you love the show, please rate and review us. It helps more people find The Rundown. I'm Sarah Stark. Thanks for listening.